everybody, and welcome to ISO Comics, the weekly comics report with Mike and Ming, broadcasting from the Shared Universe podcast studios in beautiful downtown Red Bank, New Jersey. My name is Ming Chen, sitting across from me, wearing a Superman hat. It's a Superman hat. Is the amazing Mike Zapsik. Can it's you just flip off your... There I'm you wearing go. A there, hat. I can hear you now. All right. You're, can you hear me now? Let me, let me, let me hear your super voice. Oh, no, no, microphone. no, I cannot sing, yes. so I'm not singing ever again. All right, ever again? No. I, um, I'm never, wait, no, wait, that, what's the wham song, I'm never going to dance again? Never going to dance again. Guilty feet has got no rhythm, but there's no... There's no guilt, sing. there's no, I, it's guilty because I, we did a, a film, a, a little video for Lexington Comic Con yesterday, All and right. we were singing uh, More Than Words. Yeah, I thought we were good. No, I thought I sucked. I'm like, <laughs> well, oh my god, that's horrible. I thought we were good. Was it you good? Know, you know, um, so th- on that note, you don't do karaoke then. Uh, uh, AKA, not a- since AKA, I stopped drinking. AKA no. Empty Orchestra. <laughs> yes. I guess they kind of do go Isn't hand Isn't that hauntingly hand. beautiful? It is. Yes. I've been doing a lot of karaoke lately. It's weird. Um, where it, This all started... Uh, well, a couple months ago, uh, and anytime we go to a con, and there's a karaoke bar, everyone would kind of gather there, and then people would sing. And then you're right, like once the the alcohol started flowing, once it starts flowing, everybody, you know, everybody's a singer then. Once the alcohol starts flowing, uh, of course. But then a couple weeks ago, I was at this little place in Providence, Rhode Island, called the Boombox. It was modeled after a Japanese karaoke bar, kind of open area, was small. They had Japanese beer and snacks, and that was fun. Uh, uh, you know, whether you were good or bad, everybody everybody jumped in on the They phone. all had fun. That's cool. Um, and then and then and then this week in Seattle it was uh, it was the one with a big crowd. And I was like, oh fuck it. I put in a name. I put in my I put in Oh actually I, no, I went twice. I went once at a little Irish bar called the Blarney Stone. Uh, oh, you ever, you ever the heard Blarney uh, Stone of Mike, course. you ever heard of Dynamite Tacks, uh, Boys in the Hood? Bunch mm. of white dude doing NWA. Oh dear God, no! It was that good. would. Oh my See, God! I thought it was good. I heard uh, all reports said I was good. Uh, then the next night, I was at this bar called the Unicorn in Seattle, well-known dive bar. It was Monday night karaoke. Wow, was right. crowd. And I'm like, all right, I'm, um, I'm gonna jump up there. Rock low, UB40 can't help falling in love with you. Oh yeah, it was, it was great. So I uh, I recommend it. We're going to a con this weekend. We you are. Up? We'll be in Lexington. No, you're not jumping up on the mic. Uh, you know what? It that's depends. It? I might. I might. That's as it? long as we don't you're have to do uh, more than words can say. That's. We're doing it. Yeah. We're, oh <laughs> we're, my god. We're, we're, uh, you're now famous for it. Uh, if you jump up on Twitter at MingChen37, you can check out that <laughs> that clip of me, Mike Zapsik, and Brian Johnson. Brian Johnson jumping singing. on the mic singing. He sang. Yeah. Was well, he good? He was good. He was good. He, he can was, sing. He's he's got some he pipes, man. He can sing. <clears throat> or you can follow uh, you can follow Mike Zapsic at Michael Zapsic as Z A P C I C. You can uh, it's on my Instagram at MingChen37. It's on my Facebook. I, if you really want to hear it sing and sing badly, you well, you know what? Then that's part of the, the you, fun is you, singing badly. You can pull all of that up. I, I, uh, it's fun, Mike. It's fun. Fun. I think is, you have a good voice. Fun is the most fun you can have. It is. It is. So. So welcome. yeah, we got uh, we got Seattle. Uh, Seattle. We've got uh, Lexington Comic Con coming. We are our return. We are we are returning. <laughs> yes. Brian Johnson's coming for the first time. Uh, we're we're driving him to the airport to make sure. He oh yeah, it. I know. Holy crap! But even though he's at the, even though he may be at the airport. Doesn't mean he's getting on that flight. <laughs> well, no. Then even though he gets on the flight and gets to the city, doesn't mean he'll. When his ass hits that chair at the convention, that's that's when that's when we know he's that's when there. we know he's yes. in. Yeah. So hopefully, it's looking good is what I'm saying, but I'm not guaranteeing anything. Right. Yeah. No. And even on the Lexington Comic Con page, it says there's a it says uh, artist not guaranteed to appear. Yes, especially under his. So that's I think that that's one of the. It's it's so weird because you you've got Brian Johnson who is notorious for like uh, I just didn't feel like calling. Yeah, (laughs) he signed stuff. This is legally binding stuff. He's like, yeah, fuck it. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a quote from The Simpsons which says simply, uh, "I was so bad they created a rule just for me." That's exactly. I got I got it in writing. It's pretty much what happened to him. Yeah. So, well, to anyone coming, I actually, this isn't the first time a View Askew <laughs> member has had a rule created. Do, do after you tell his who's stuff. the other one? Ooh, it's um, I'm I'm not gonna. It's actually me. You? What happened? Yes. 
Why was there a um, rule created for you? <laughs> because there was. Um, <clears throat> this is going back, and it's past the uh, the point of the statute of limitations. Statute of limitations. Okay, exactly. what happened? I can't be prosecuted by the law. Okay, what happened? Um, there was a bust that we had. It was a Thanos bust. Okay. And it was missing one of the the gems, the Infinity Stones. Okay, well, it's useless then. And so um, Walt said, hey, <laughs> there's a place that's got – I saw it this weekend. It's a bust. Oh, so you, you did a bait and switch? In. It did the bait and switch. Oh, that's not that's not bad. I've done that. Uh, I've done that. I bought stuff um, – I bought stuff uh, like – I think the last time it was like a camera that but broke. The, yeah, but the store. I went to Best Buy, the, I bought the new one, and I swapped it out, and I returned. Yeah, two weeks later, the, the two weeks later, the store had a policy that said all sales on minibus final. So created just for you guys. Created just for us. Okay, well, it's their fault for not opening the box and checking they before should've. they returned it. They should have. So I'm just saying. And unfortunately, I got my entire family involved. So how? What? Do you tell my my son Mitch was just born, okay. and uh, my wife went in with a um, with the stroller, and she was my my wife is a very you made your wife return the the the, she the volu- bus she volunteered she's like I want to get in, in on this stuff <laughs> so she did it oh so okay she, and she and she's juggling the a, baby the baby's crying yeah baby's and crying and like then, she looks hair yeah half, oh, so, oh harried, um, she's still I'm a, so sorry to do that and then they're like oh, she yeah yeah that. whatever As, you know yeah, uh, Mitch started crying because right. she pinched him or something I right. don't think right. that. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay and uh yeah, Mom, just, man, this is like Brainiac level I'm like, this is like Lex Luthor type this is pretty much Lex man. Luthor evil so yeah I'm gonna burn in hell for that that particular thing for dragging them in with me as we have proven ourselves time and time again returning merchandise even with uh with a little bit of malice is a victimless crime <laughs> it pretty much it is yes it is that's this is also why if you come and shop at the great store the great james about secret stash all sales fine all sales are final no folks. returns no we know all the scams yeah. <laughs> yeah have you ever made any exceptions no never okay it's good because no, once we have you, we have actually there there have been a couple they, times you can't admit that because once you once you open the door to that, then everyone wants an exception. So, store policy at Jansal Bob Secret Stash, no returns. No returns. No returns. So good job, Mike Luthor. Yes. Good job. Yes. Good job. And, Mike. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I uh, this is um, I have just returned from the Emerald City Comic Con. You did actually. Couple... I didn't even know you were going. You didn't to be know honest I was with gone? you, no. You didn't even notice. No, I, was I gone? noticed you were gone. Okay. But I'm like, hey, man. You're like, hey, I'm off to Emerald City. I'm like, wait a minute. What about uh, I sell comics? Yeah. I'm like, like oh, see you later. Uh, uh, we'll do it next week. <laughs> I'll see you later. I'm... And it's just like, la la la. I'm like, wait a minute. What about um? And it's, it's folks, work, just so you know, this is the it's thing. A work, it's a work trip. It is a work trip. <laughs> I get you. I understand completely. I guess I should have said something. You should have probably told me. Okay. And not only that, but um. Beautiful Titans Tower, the secret headquarters right. here. We have to vacate fairly soon. I'm I'm letting the people out there. Okay. We're, we're putting all our cards on the table. We're looking for new space. Okay. Um, Anybody have any space in yeah, Red Bank, yeah. New Jersey? They want to rent cheaply because because <laughs> we're cheap. Yeah. Well, I think we were explaining an earlier episode. Uh, you know, everything was going great. We had everything set up here, and then it turned out the guy who was our landlord didn't really own the building yeah, is that true or i'm not sure what but he the still deal- thinks he owns the building yeah he comes up so he- and he tries to get money he gets money off of rob bruce which is yeah uh, so we haven't paid any well we haven't paid anything to him because he doesn't own the freaking building yeah so technically but, we're squatters so i don't want to be are a we squatter. squatting i think we kind of are okay I'd, I'd rather not be a squatter so we're looking for no uh, we signed a document well, we were silent partners in the document yes. for the space, but the landlord who we signed it with doesn't actually own the building. Right. So the people who actually do own the building are like, "Well, you got to get out by the end of the month." But I don't. I don't. I just. I don't. I don't really know what's going on. Me neither. But it's long story short. I guess we got to leave, though. I think we do. So um, we'll we'll disassemble Titan. Can Tower. you can you think of some kind of Lex Luthor way that we can keep the building? Uh, I'm sure you can. <laughs> can we tape hot dogs on, around the outside of the building and make it look like uh, <laughs> like a suicide bomber? Oh, like we're gonna like yeah. uh, hey, like hey, we're gonna stay enemy, away. We're gonna Gene Hackman enemy of the estate, the building. Pretty like, much, there's gonna yeah. be like the burn, the burn box. Yeah, and, uh, why not? 
the button. <laughs> that would be awful. Or when the bulldozers awesome. come, because I guess the ultimate plan is to bulldoze this building and turn it into a condo. I think that's what they're Can trying to do. Can you do, do? A, a, um, a, a Hitchhiker's Guide the Galaxy like laying in front of the, the bulldozer? I would. I'll, I'll see him and square that shit, man. You're, you're just it. standing there with your Wait, hand before up before the tank. Yeah, I'll take the picture and um, okay, we'll then. have it. We'll put it on your coffin or okay. or that box that they're going to put your remains yeah. in because there's not going to be much left if you get cre- uh, chewed up by a bulldozer. Right, not a lot. It's true, about three three pounds of hamburger meat. That's all right. about all. Well, I'm sorry you came up here. It's like Ming, Ming, are you here? Yeah, Ming. You know, and I'm chilling Ming, and I'm we ready to rock and roll? I read my comics. I'm chilling in Seattle. Uh, <laughs> now nah, it was fine because you did. Uh, Text me that day. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, see you later. A couple things of note. Um, uh, hung out with Stan Lee for a little bit. He's looking alive and well and spry. So, uh, but if he uh, last year was kind of he was kind of doing his farewell tour, and you may have noticed that he's been adding dates. And I think the reason he's adding dates is he's actually having so much fun doing this, and he feels well enough to do it that he was like, "Fuck it, I'm going to keep going." So, mm-hmm. with that in mind, though. I don't think he's going to be doing it for much longer. So if you have a chance to go see him, yeah, you should take that opportunity. Go see him, and he's 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 got more energy right now than Brian Johnson. I don't know how much longer it's going to last. It looks pretty good. Um, he uh, he signed for hours at a time, uh, all three days, which is pretty impressive, especially for a man of his um, man of his age. Let's let's be completely honest. Yeah, he's ninety four. So. But he, he, he started on time. He signed for everybody who needed an autograph. And not only that, he did a, he did a panels, him and Todd McFarlane, centered on, on Spider-Man, uh, moderated by our friend Claire Kramer. And he couldn't have been funnier. I, I wish you were there, Mike. He is. Because it was um, an amazing panel. It was. He is funny. He's a very, very funny guy. He is a comedic genius. All he did the whole hour was bust on Tom McFarlane. He busted his balls, like ground him into dust, and it was great. It was pretty awesome to see. So, um, yeah, it just it's hard to exp- it's hard to explain. Like I, know, I hardly have the words, but uh, he's he's there. He's bust on Tom McFarlane. You got two titans sitting there podcasting, right? But the moment where it kind of struck me as like, wow, this is really cool. Was I went into the audience, and I took a photo. Uh, imagine imagine five thousand plus people, Mike, riveted to the stories of two men, and the angle that I took the photo at. They're they're all kind of looking up. It reminded me of that photo with all the people with the three D glasses. Like yes, looking up at them, they're looking yeah. up. And uh, if you check my Twitter, I have the photo up there. I don't. It's just really cool. And um, even cooler, it's uh, you know, two dudes talking about something that we love, something that we we kind of bank our careers on right now, which is comics. Oh hell yeah! Fun and uh, superheroes, and one superhero in particular. I I thought yeah I just I had of to course, take a Spider-Man. moment yeah I had to take a moment both famous yeah and I took a moment I was like wow this is just really fucking cool so so with that in mind well, back to my original point uh, if you can see him I think he's gonna be in Dallas he'll be at Awesome Con in DC later on in the year um. I know a lot of cons have been, you know, last year was like last East Coast appearance. Oh, yeah, he'll be, he's here in New York this weekend. He's in New York this at weekend. Big, I would, Big Apple Comic Con. I'd recommend going to Lexington, Kentucky. Yeah, because we're there. But. And, and not only us, but Lee Majors, man. Yeah, Lee Majors, Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. Muse, Brian O'Halloran, Scott Schiaffo, Marion Gigliotti, Michael Rooker, Sean Gunn. Now, Robin Lord Taylor, we, a lot of people come. Now, to here's yeah. the thing uh, it's a USQ heavy con. It is. And a lot of us are going out on the same plane. A lot of the the VSQ people okay. are going on the same plane today out of Newark. Okay, if that plane goes down, Kevin can can't. You not, I'm just can saying. You not go to wor- worst case scenario. Like- I always go to work. You got to go to worst case scenario because okay. everything else looks good com- to by comparison. All right. What if we crash land in the? I guess it'd be the Appalachians. Uh, Brian Johnson's first get eaten. Okay, I like lean meat though, man. Yeah, you know what? You you got to get that that the fat. Oh, for, is that where uh, the flavors from? Flavors in the Flavor fat. Country? Yeah, that's why ribeye is the best cut of steak. Right. You know, so uh, we'll we'll get uh, Brian all marinated up. Yes. And who's to say that he would survive anyway? Although I don't want to eat dead meat. That that'd be horrible. So you gotta do what you gotta so you do. Know. You gotta do what you gotta do. You do have to do what you yeah. gotta do. Well, if you can't make it down to Lexington and you're in the New York and you area, should be. 
uh, Stanley is also at uh, Big Apple Comic Con this week. I, I'm trying to remember if he'll be anywhere else, but uh, my long story short, if you have a chance to see him now, I know Onicon's not cheap. His autograph is about a hundred bucks. Yeah, I say it's well worth it, though. It's very much worth it. Well worth it. So that was one highlight. The other highlight is uh, after the con, go down to the hotel bar. Um, you run into a lot of people that you admire. Uh, I ran into Dan Slot, um, right. Charles Sewell, who confirmed the pronunciation of his last name. Sewell. It is Sewell. Okay. No, soul. Charles Soul. I'm sorry. Like okay. the soul of your shoe. Soul. Charles okay. Soul. Like I got soul. Man. Not soul A. Soul. Yeah. Okay, but one good. highlight was repeatedly bumping into Scott Snyder, our friend of the family. Love Scott. Comics Scott's book a great guy. Men alumni, writer of uh, Batman, All Star Batman, Swamp Thing. Uh, I can go on. Yeah, you can go is, on. But you know, one of the uh, one of the best writers writing right now. Right. One of the architects of the DC universe. Yes. So. And I was talking to him, and I don't know why this didn't hit me before. We'd been talking weeks past about maybe a little problems on uh, the Batman movie script. Right. Uh, they've written an old script. They scrapped it. They were looking for a new writer. It's being rewritten. And it struck me, Mike. And you tell me what you think. Why don't they grab these guys to, why don't to write they, why, why doesn't Scott Snyder just write the script? I don't know. I, I thought that that was... It's something you agree with? Yeah, absolutely. Wholeheartedly? Have him do it. Or, you know, Jeff Johns is supposed to be... Co- he was supposed to be co-writing the Batman script with right. Ben Affleck. Yeah. But... I guess I, it didn't I, work. I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm like, why, why aren't Scott you writing it? it? And I asked him. I was like, well, why don't they ask you to write it? He said, and, I don't know. And he's a very humble, a beyond humble guy. He was like, hey, if Affleck called me and told, asked me to write it, I totally would. And I'm like, I, I, so I started shoving money at him. I'm like, here, just take my money now. <laughs> It'd take 20 bucks. Yeah. So I think, uh, yeah, he, uh, he had a great time being on Comic Book Man. He wants to come back, Mike. Oh, cool. Excellent. And, and we welcome back with open arms. Sure. Well, anytime he wants. That was another highlight. Uh, highlight number three, Mike. I'm um, standing there after the con. I'm waiting. Uh, I was about to go up, drop something up in my room. Coming up in through the doors uh, was Robert Kirkman. And, wow, Robert Kirkman. Yeah. Excellent. And, of course, every time I see him, I thank him for existing because without thank him. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. Writing Walking Dead, there's no comic book men. We do not have these treasured, these these. What uh, these golden lives that we have these, now? These memories that we're building, yes, yeah. we don't have that. Ooh. Yeah, he uh, and kind of points over at me. I guess he remembered me from seeing me three weeks ago when I visited Skybound, and uh, without a word, reaches into his bag and he pulls out a book, a little illustration of I guess like a, a robot head, no no title, nothing, and he hands it over to me and he gives it to me, and I'm like, oh whoa cool thanks and then he walks away and i'm i haven't read it yet he hasn't said a word to you just nothing uh, he was i think he i think we agreed it. We, i was like hey man how's it going he's like hey how you doing regions bad gave this book to me and um i'm wondering if i read it if i'm gonna die in seven days basically if it's like the ring yeah of yeah. course well he's just waiting yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> he what's does going that on. to everybody who's on, like the entire cast of Into the Badlands. Yeah, they all got it. Right. So or like, if this is just um, like like his business card now or his calling card. I don't. Know, I'll let you borrow it when I. Oh yeah. It. So it looks. I flipped through. It looks pretty awesome. I just of haven't. Course I, didn't, it does. I haven't had time to read it. And um, yeah, I wanted to thank him for that. That was, that was very cool. Uh, highlight number four, Mike. I uh, rolled by the Black Mask Publishing booth. Okay. Uh, and yours. Uh, not years. Episodes past, I've endorsed a comic, champion a comic, Mike, called Four Kids Walk Into a Bank. And he's also written a series called uh, We Can Never Go Home. And I met author Matt Rosenberg, who actually lives up in the New York area. Invite him down to our podcast, Mike. And I think I think, I th- I think, we can get him. I think he can come down. So That'd be awesome. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there were, there were a lot of people up there I didn't get to meet. I think Matt Fraction was up there. I th- um, I met Matt once. Cool guy. I, Very cool. I, I wanted to thank oh, yeah. him for Hawkeye. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't get I, to do I, it. Just in passing, though, it's like, hey, have you met Matt Fractions? Hey, how you doing? Great to meet you. Blah, blah, blah. And then boom. Yeah. So I was like, oh, man. So that was cool. Uh, highlight number five, Mike, was uh, Emerald City Comic Con. If you looked on the, uh, on the map, they had the main show floor where the celebrities were, mm-hmm. Artist Alley. And then... There was a little section. I noticed. I'm like, I did a double time. I'm like, what the hell? Uh, they had their they had a podcast area, Mike. No shit. They had That's a main awesome. podcast stage and six podcast at six to eight podcast tables, 
where they invited podcasters out to just podcast during the whole con. And uh, I didn't know it at the time, but our friends at Comic Pop were podcasting. No, there. yes, I I saw that they were out there. And did you go and you did you podcast with them? I didn't. I didn't. I. Oh man, I didn't. I. I my intention like was Ace. go up there and run down all all eight tables and podcast with each pod. <sighs> I never made it over there. But with that in mind, I would like to do this. I think we. Would, I would love to go out there, me and you. All right, and uh, just podcast. Grab one of these tables. <clears throat> and, uh, podcast and podcast for the, the entire the, thing, huh? For the entire well, we, I mean, we have to be there like all like uh, four days, yeah, wow. eight hours, all thirty. Uh, was that thirty two eight eight hours per day? Type, wow. Yeah, like all thirty two hours. But you know, we could, we could. So uh, get your get your podcasting ready. So Emerald City, uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna work on that right now. We're gonna go on podcast. Okay, cool. Yeah, four color PJ. I'm I'm looking at our um, our feed, our yes. feed, okay. and. Uh, and Said deliverance view askew version would happen if we were like in the the Adirondacks. We, right. we crashed down there. That would be, and he said that uh, O'Halloran would be Ned Beatty. Wow, Do you agree with this? Uh, Do you I, concur? N- oh, I I hope not <coughs> for for Brian's sake. Brian O'Halloran, <laughs> not not Brian Johnson, because Brian Johnson. What, what? Why isn't my mouth pretty? Right. <laughs> well, why, why don't I have a pretty mouth? Yeah. Um. Wow, that's four color PJ. Four color PJ. Bad yeah. on you, buddy. Yeah. I'm. I'm not saying you're wrong. Okay. But I ain't saying you're right. You may be right. You may be crazy. Uh but. But I'm just the lunatic you're looking for. Ah, uh, thank you, yeah. Billy Joel. Yeah. Uh, I I got one thing here. I wanted to I wanted to get your opinion on. Yes. Uh, Mike, an unnamed DC Films employee says that they're completely open to doing R-rated superhero films. This comes. You on think? The, this comes on the heels of Logan. Logan and completely smashing box office, not records, but it did eighty five point three million this weekend. That was that's pretty damn impressive. Did you see it? I did see it this weekend. You did. I took my family. Uh, I didn't see it. I liked um, it. Okay, I liked it. It was all right. Did you love it? I did not. You didn't love it. Okay, I did not love it. There was uh, there were some plot holes you could drive uh, the black blackbird through. Okay. um, (laughs) Okay. Or fly the blackbird through. Right. I mean, you can drive it if you want. Okay. But the overall tone, though. The overall, uh, I mean, it was good. It was not what we were expecting. You you thought it was going to be Old Man Logan, but sure. with Charles Xavier right. and, and a bunch of other stuff. And it, it was a road movie. It was okay. a, like a you know, road trip movie. Now, which Old Man Logan like sort of is when him and yeah. Hawkeye get together. But... Right. A blind Hawkeye. All right. Which they can't use for obvious reasons. No, so right. they brought Charles. Uh, there were some things in there that it was... I think that it's pretty cool to think about this. Um, and I'm going to give away a minor spoiler. Sure. Is you've got uh, Charles Xavier who is either suffering from dementia okay. or Alzheimer's. Right. And when you have the world's most powerful telepath. <laughs> suffering from uh, Suffering like from a, a these seizures. Yeah, yeah, from... It's it's kind of messed up. Okay, and um, that's cool. It's it's actually a it's it's a good you know little linchpin for the story. Right, but there was some stuff. Uh, Wolverine was not acting like Wolverine, and Charles was the reason for that. And there's some uh, stuff okay. that they they didn't tell you right out. Okay, and you had to infer. And for me, that that takes away. I'd, I'd like to know why things happen sometimes right but okay. we didn't and i was like okay <clears throat> bummer all so. right and did you uh the 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 extra stuff that made it into an r-rated movie where you're like hey this is this uh this fits the the plot this fits. no 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 actually the the violence yeah. yes okay it's there was a, a book called the art of john byrne in which you saw wolverine Popping his claws through a dude's chest. Right. It was a he's one of the the Hellfire Club's minions. Yeah. And the guy is just like Whoa! and there's you like see, blood splattering. There's blood like splattering everywhere. Anime, and you see his like, claws popping yeah. out the back. Yeah. And you were like, Yeah. And okay. you got that. Well, I mean, he did that in uh X Men one thirty three where it was Wolverine yeah. cuts loose. Right. And he just goes nuts on these people. And they tie them in later on in the new mutants. Yeah. They became uh part of they became almost Reavers, which is, you know, were the main villains in Logan. So there, there's a nice little continuity going on yeah. in there. However, 
just um, some of it was gratuitous. And to have this little girl just being a complete uh, feral creature. Right. Like just shredding people. Shredding people okay. was a little disquieting. All right. And I, were, like were, I said, I brought you, my kids with me. Yeah, where you turn your head, you're like, ew. Your kids were like, no, yeah, like no. all blood, like not, blood lust. Not even, I've never had a problem with gore. Yeah. I, I don't particularly your, your, like it. Your kids look like they got a little bloodlust in them. They do. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good job, Mike. Exactly. Good job. Good parenting. <laughs> yeah, great parenting. I, I know they have a they, love for the edged weapons. They have love for the edged weapons. They are black belts in karate. They're, you know, I, I like to make sure my kids can take care of themselves. So uh, that was part of it. But there was also one part where uh, a lady shows her boobs. Oh, there's like, tits? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It wasn't necessary or was it No, like, it was um, completely gratuitous. I was like, really? Oh, great. Now I got to explain that to my kids. So your kids don't know what tits are. Oh yeah, they do. But now I got to explain why they're in there. So why are they there, Dad? Well, that's mm. uh, oh okay. I was going to jokingly ask if there were tits in the movie. There no, are I guess tits I, in there the are movie. tits in the movie. Are. At least two. Right. Wow. So, yeah. All right. Well, I mean, was it as gratuitous? Like I always thought. Um, I'm gonna bring up a non-superhero movie. What's sort of a superhero? Uh, mo- the movie Witness. That's a superhero movie. I, that, I no, I think so. Yeah. I think that what? those. Um, it was Kelly. I'm sorry, Kelly. LeBrock, Le- right? No, no Kelly, Kelly McGillis. No, Kelly, Kelly McGillis. McGillis. Okay, take my breath away. Kelly yeah. McGinnis. Kelly yeah. McGillis. Kelly McGillis. Let's say it's Kelly. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was that went along uh, perfectly with the the movie. That was not oh, you gratuitous. Did? I th- I no, that wasn't gratuitous at all. I was he I thought like that looking that was, at her vulnerability. Is that you're and he he's in love with and, her. Yes. Well, he's an outsider looking in, and he knows he can never be. A part of their culture because he is this that's, that's, violent English, right? So violent, yeah. I guess he is kind of violent. violent. Oh my god! I mean, he beat the piss out of some guy who put uh, ice cream on one of the guys. That's Homer Simpson. Oh no! Wait, no, a, it was then, witness, buddy. Oh, and then it was witness. It was going to witness first. And yeah, then there was. Yeah, Homer. he did beat the hell out of that guy, yeah. didn't he? Well, he deserved it. No kidding, but the Amish don't believe that any violence ever right. is justified so okay so you've got all right and didn't he kill uh danny glover uh, in a corn silo yeah, yeah. pretty cool huh yeah, no well cool. i mean danny danny glover desired he did deserve to die um but he he didn't necessarily kill him that all that um pollen sucked the air the oxygen out of the uh the silo so sure he didn't technically kill him. Okay, fair enough. So fair enough. So based on the uh, Bafo box art, eighty five point three million domestic. Bafo two hundred thirty seven point nine worldwide. Um, would oh, hold you, on one second. I, I'm going to stop okay, right okay, here. Okay, we have uh, a comment here. Yeah, uh, what uh, is that? Good Pladhar. You can't says, take your kids to an R rated movie and then complain about its violence, language, and content. <laughs> I don't think I was complaining. Did, was I complaining? No, I think you just made a statement. I made a statement that it's you know it it was. Well, you said so, yeah, that's a statement. Yeah, it wasn't a complaint. I don't. No, think there's complaining. no complaint whatsoever. I you kidding? I took my kids to see uh, Deadpool. Yeah. Uh, earning me again, Father of the Year. Yes. So 2017. Yes. And sixteen. And two years me, in a row, everybody. For me, the best part of Wolverine or Logan. Was the opening? Oh, okay. Did you see the Deadpool trailer? Deadpool two. I did not. It's a shame on you. You're yelling at me the, all the time. I've seen the movie, yet. but it's online. I was busy. I was at a. Oddly enough, I was at a con celebrating this movie. It's yet online. I couldn't make it to the movie. Deadpool two. Well, the... I want to see it on the big screen. I'm going to go. Okay, good enough. All right. Uh, so you yeah, weren't. So com- Mike's not complaining. I am not complaining at all. Uh, and uh, Aristotle asks: Are Game of Thrones boobies gratuitous? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. are you insane? Yes. Yeah. I'm not yeah. complaining. Again, I mean, statement. again statement. statement. Not go- not no complaints. complaints. Yeah, do we- I don't I don't let my kids watch Game of Thrones for the simple fact that there is gratuitous nudity yeah. in there. Uh, violence. Violence is uh, my kids know the difference between real violence and TV violence. Sure. If it came down to it and we needed to do that, I told uh, I've laid it out if if you have to kill somebody mm-hmm. it's going to haunt you for the rest of your life right this it's not like these guys are like hacha yeah, there goes your head and, yeah, like, and then that's field goal yeah, yeah and they're not going to be making jokes about it yeah and they don't it. think about it ever again exactly yeah. and then it's gonna haunt no you. consequences yeah you're it's going to haunt you you might be in a in a in a 8x8 for the rest of your life right. too. you don't want that either exactly right 
So, so, th- any, so yes, Aristotle. Any kids the out there? Boobies listen, are gratuitous. Any kids out there listening right now? Um, don't kill people. It's not like it is in the movies. I know you needed us to tell you that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so off Logan making this huge box office. Yes. DC is DC Films has stated that hell yeah we're open to doing R rated movies. <laughs> of course they are. We're making they're making box office bank. Hell yeah, off of Logan and uh, I mean honest to God. If you want to go back, if you want to do the the right thing, mm-hmm. Blade, yes, made it possible for the entire Marvel uh, cinematic universe. Sure, Blade from was it 97? Uh, ninety seven? Ninety seven, I think ninety seven, ninety eight. Okay, that opened the door for the rest of the comic book movies. Yes, it opened the door for X Men, opened the door for Spider Man, and opened the door for Iron Man. Right. These were the and it, that was an R rated movie. Was. For a reason, it was very violent, very bloody, but the source material is, I mean, Blade, Tomb of Dracula, you know, first introduced. He's a vampire hunter. And vampires are murderers. Yeah. I mean, they're, you can argue that they're not even human beings and they're just, it's it's like killing cows, but- I think that uh, what's that? Fred Durst is was he in that or Stephen Dorff? Stephen Dorff. Fred Stephen Durst Dorf. is from Limp Bizkit. Dude. Oh, well, Limp Bizkit. Yeah. <laughs> Stephen Dorff. Yes. Let's put it this way: the two of them, to me, are interchangeable. Okay, I, I hear you. I mean, just the friggin' There's name. a big difference between. Anyways, not not yes. even really. Uh, <laughs> okay. But all white people look the same. All right. They do. All white people do look the same to me, Ming. That's why all I'm, white douchebags look the same. All right, uh, continue. So that opened the door. Sure. And for me. It, uh, Blade proved that you can make money on an R-rated superhero movie. Yeah. That and Road to Perdition. Yeah. So, boom. Mic drop. Yeah. But, uh, so another, one of the DC suits says, yeah, 100%. Yes, with the right characters. Of course. They would do it. So who? Who's the right um, characters? Batman is one. A R-rated Batman movie. That would be badass. How awesome would that be? Plus, you get to see Catwoman. It's boobs. If you want. I mean, I'm just <laughs> no. saying, if you want to see gratuitous boobs. Wow. All right. Um, All right. Yeah, but Batman is, uh, you know, at its heart, it's a kid's comic still, though. Uh, you know, you, no, you get, it was keep... never a kid's comic. No. You're, okay. It followed in the pulp tradition of. Oh, you're right. Um, okay. It, a little bit Doc Savage, a lot The Shadow. And uh, there was a, a pulp uh, figure called uh, the Black Bat. Yeah. Out there, so. Wow, all right, good point then. Um, so never really a kids huh. comic. I think that we all get that because of the fifties comics sure. when they tried to make it like, oh, Batman's in outer space right. and he's dealing with Batmite and the sixties TV show, right. which showed the campy side, which I thought was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, anyone else you'd like to see an R rated um, movie wise? Uh, I don't know. You Superman could do, would go be going a little too far. You could go Sandman. Sand okay, yeah. Two two yeah. different Sandmans. You could go Morpheus, the Neil Gaiman. Sandman. And you could also do Sandman Mystery Theater. Sandman Wesley Dodds from yeah. the Justice Society. Okay, you get it. It'd have to be a period piece. Right. And um, that'd be cool. Kingdom Come should be an R rated movie. Mo- R- oh, I like that. I like if where you were you're going, gonna dude. Go with, go with your. I mean, they have a problem with the Batman script. Right. You've got a script in Kingdom Come. It's true. These are all. Why does continuity matter in the cinematic universe? It kind of does because you want movies to follow a formula and you want to have a a huge cinematic universe like Marvel does right now. But if DC were to go the opposite direction yes. and just do story arcs like Kingdom Come, yeah. you've got Superman who retired and he's got to come out of retirement. you got an older Superman. Right. Um, oh man, I like this. Yeah, and you've got like all the, a lot. the other older heroes who are, you know, you could make this into maybe two or three parts of a movie, three uh, three part movie. Yeah, a trilogy. Yeah, that's what I think. Wow. Um, all right. Who else? Who else would would go well in the um, the DC universe? Not the Flash. Flash is too bright. Yeah, I think Green Lantern Flash, too bright. Too bright. Superman too bright. Yeah. Right. Uh, R-rated Wonder Woman, dude. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Unfortunately, no, because then you're just you're turning um, her into just a sex symbol, which is what they're trying to go away. Right. She's a capable woman who can go out there kick ass. R- as R-rated much as Harley Superman. Quinn movie. Done. Harley Quinn. Boom. All right, Joker and Harley, or a Suicide Squad as an R-rated movie. Yeah. Absolutely. Night Nightwing. Nightwing. Um, Nightwing. Thank yeah. you, Adele Twitch. Possibly. Okay. 
Uh, R-rated Justice League. Let's put the blood dark. back into Bloodhaven, Mike. Uh, <laughs> let's let's put the blood back yeah. in there. And uh, Four Color PJ. I'm just like, you're all over the place, Four Color. Uh, Tracy Lord said that Blade was the most disgusting thing she's had to endure on film. Wow. That's saying a that's, lot. That's a bold statement that's coming from that young lady. Yeah. Wow. Um, I Wow. That's I, I mean, it's the blood spurting out of the, the sprinklers. Sure. Which is, uh, I'm sure, uh, they didn't use real blood. I'm sure it was just, you know, corn syrup, but still. Sure. But, oh, my God, <laughs> wow. What a, what a thing to say. All right, so I'm going to flip it around here, Mike. Uh, a year ago, Disney chairman Bob Iger shot down the idea of any R-rated Marvel Cinematic Universe films. Okay. Your thoughts? Um, that's his decision. That's right. his He's a uh, suit, his mind right. you. Bob Iger, I, he's a suit of suits. He is, he is the suit. Um. Disney has a brand to protect. A reputation. <laughs> well, they, they've got a brand to protect. They and, do. Um, that's like saying, is there going to be an R-rated Star Wars? Would you, I'm sure you'd go to see an R-rated would, Star Wars. I would, but I don't but see. Would you uh, take your kids? No. So there you are. Okay. So I think that it's from a purely business standpoint. Right. And protecting your brand standpoint. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't. Don't do an R-rated uh, Marvel. And let's be completely honest. Anything that they want to do that's more edgy is going to be on Netflix. Like Daredevil. Right. Daredevil came very close to being... Um, what some would consider an R-rated. R-rated. Yes. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, very, very close. Um, so did Jessica Jones. Yeah. There was some stuff that um, wouldn't have made it into the Avengers. You oh, know sure. What I mean? so. Yeah, Punisher, De- uh, Daredevil, the second, second uh, yeah. season two, definitely R-rated. Yes, with, um, with with the Punisher. Yeah, with the Punisher with Elektra. Yeah, with some stuff going on in. Oh yeah, Matt's okay, bedroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, sure, sure. So and uh, Iron Iron Fist remains to be seen. Iron Fist does remain to be seen. I've seen some of the incoming reviews, and they're not kind. They're not kind. No. All right, have you seen the trailer? I did. Okay. I like it. Yeah. But they say that the Asian stereotypes are like one note and very ah, okay. and very almost racist. But you got to consider the source materials from the 70s. Sure. And I get that. Mm-hmm. But uh, there are some people who could consider Luke Cage a little racist as well. Sure. So, I mean. Yeah, they, they updated it and you yeah. know, they made it less 70s, shall I say. Yeah. Yeah. Less less racially uh, inflammatory, right? Sure. Which I get, but I don't think they did the same with uh, with poor Danny Rand, poor Finn uh, Finn Jones, Finn Jones, yeah. who uh, by all accounts is doing a great job on that. Yeah, I mean his acting good. is good, looks good. And they said that Danny Rand is likable as a character, okay. but it's just everything else that sucks. So I'm like, oh, that's Ooh. okay. That well, bodes well. not well, but you know what? I'm willing to go into it with an open mind. All right, Mike's always got an open mind. All yeah. right, so I, I just wanted to get your opinion on that. R-rated comic book movies, right. basically, are you know are they should they be done? Are they going to be more prevalent now that? But, uh, it, of course they are. If, if they think it. that uh, they can get away with it and make money, absolutely. Yeah. Personally speaking, I, I think it depends on the character. Like a Moon Knight, if they did oh, a yeah, big, man. that, well, that, that could be R-rated. Our, moon, yeah, Moon Knight. Michael Trainer for Moon Knight. Yes. <laughs> we, Let's get we that just trend. say that every time we, yeah, we right. mention it, we say. The I word think that night. he would be the perfect. Um, I, I I agree. Marvel's aware that Stephen Grant. Yes, Marvel's aware that he would like to play Moon Knight. Okay. Yeah. Are All they right. aware that I would like him to play Moon Knight? I think they are. I think they okay, they're cool. aware of our campaign. All right. Good deal. To make him Moon Knight. All right. I got two books here. I want I want All to right. discuss. Uh, did you read anything this week? As I well? did. Uh, I wasn't. Uh, I, I did read the two that you've got on there. Oh, good. So. Okay. Uh, well, let's go to action. Yeah, let's let's talk about this. Uh, we're going to do a little trunicated uh, comic books this we got week. A flight to catch because <laughs> we got a flight to catch, and uh, I've got horrible luck with flights. So you do. So we're going to leave extra early this time. Yeah, we are. Uh, action nine seventy five, written by Dan Jurgens, art by uh, Doug Mankey. Mankey, part of the Superman Reborn Part Two. Right. Story Huge line. fan of Doug Mankey. Loved him on uh, Green Lantern. Yeah. Did a great job under Jeff Johns. And uh, Dan Jurgens. he's one of the architects of the death of Superman. So yeah. pretty cool. When he last left off, Superman Lois's uh, their son John had been kidnapped. And uh, yes. did a little detective work, tracked it down, and they're convinced that Clark Kent is the perpetrator. Yes, Clark Kent, oddly enough. Clark Kent. Yeah. 
News Clark Kent, who popped up without superpowers uh, a couple of months back. Yeah. And now he's going after Lois because he's like, Clark and Lois should be together. Lois right. and Clark. Yeah. And um, Clark, no means no. Yeah, no means no, you yeah. stalking bastard. Yeah, so they're convinced that Clark had kidnapped little John. And were they right? Uh, in a way. Yes. yes. I don't know if I want to spoil this. Because okay. Well, actually, DC spoiled it already. Oh, they did. They yeah, did. but for, if you haven't read it, though, I don't. All right, I don't know if you I'm, don't read it, I don't um, know if I want to spoil it. Such, I thought it was a great twist, though. It's it is someone they, we hadn't seen in a, a, while. a very long time. Like how long? Uh at least two years. Okay, because he was in the new Fifty Two, but it's somebody that you're like, wow, that that makes sense. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, someone. So. I mean, definitely. Definitely a villain in the Superman canon. Just one of one of the villains in the Superman canon. Yeah, and then yeah, the the reason why I kind of want to say it because uh, there's a you get it's a this is a two for one comic. It you is get it this week. Yep, and uh, they go a little more in depth uh, in the second comic written by Paul Dini, which is which is worth the that story that one story alone is worth the. The price that you're paying for this, book, right? In my opinion, well, it's Paul Dini, yeah, and Ian Churchill doing Ian the uh, the Ian artwork. Churchill doing the, yeah. So, but it's very cool. Um, and you can't even say the the title of the. No, I can't. I was gonna give it away because that'll give it away. Yeah, but that's our pick of the week here. Because, it's uh, one of the picks of the week. Uh, I've got get, a couple. Anytime you get two and one, I'm, yeah, I'm impressed. What else? Uh, the Inhumans versus X Men, which you have over there. Yeah, part six. It's the the final round. Yeah, if you want to see all our battles. In a comic book, uh, this one was a little disappointing to me. I yeah, I plot plot wise, I'm gonna agree with you. Yeah, there. this one, uh, not really. I get, and I guess it's kind of the wrap up. Here's the thing, and it's this is something that I don't understand. Okay, and so they're X, the Inhumans, the X Men had led by Emma Frost, yes. had uh, taken out the Inhumans royal family. They had taken them to uh, Limbo and imprisoned them there, and taken off their most powerful player off right. the, the game Bolt. field. Black Bolt yes. couldn't use his voice, right? So, in order to ensure their own survival, which right. is uh, to to eliminate the Terrigen Mist. Yes, Terrigen Mist. Mm -hmm. Okay, and right at the end, um, right when the both teams are about to to throw down like big time. Yeah, in pops like one of the new humans, the Inhuman hybrids. Yes, that comes in and new, says, "Hey, new and humans, you, new." And they uh, they come in and they're like, "Hold, hold, 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 hold. stop!" You know, this is stop, a little stop, thing that's killing Mitch. each other. Yeah, stop killing each other. Because, We've got to yeah. because they have this thing that will stop the terror. Yes, they do. All right. Yes. Yeah, okay, cool. device. Right, sort of. and it'll destroy the, the things. There's Zeppelins involved. Okay. And this is the first that Medusa is hearing that the Terrigen Mist is killing people? Right. No, I thought they had worked this out in, in, like way yes. before this. Yeah, but I thought it was weird. She says, oh, wait, if if it's killing mutants, then no. Then, then we'll stop, then we'll then stop, stop killing each other. Yeah, then, then we'll, of course, we'll destroy the Terrigen Mists. But the... But, but all so far, the body count in the series is like in like what the thousands, the hundreds. Yeah, hundreds, hundreds, and thousands. Yeah. But here's, they, they don't know this. Like, didn't That's, you guys work this out? Or, yeah, didn't wasn't God. Henry McCoy trying to figure out a way? I mean, and I, yeah, he, didn't, he weird, didn't bother right? to tell you. Yeah, dude. No, what? this is this is a plot hole of epic proportions. This is you could fit a neutron galaxy in. Yeah, that it was plot weird. Hole. Somebody can somebody explain this to yeah, us? Yeah, this is no. Anyone want to talk about this? Yeah. yeah, I understand if, you know, there's – and McCoy had – Hank McCoy had eight months to figure this out. Right. Doesn't tell Medusa that this stuff's killing his people. I thought that was the whole reason for this. So she knew. I was thinking maybe one of the X-Men with psychic powers maybe brainwashed. I don't know. I don't think so. Or maybe on. it did. did but um, we see Emma Frost come out as the bad guy again. I'm I'm – Spoiling a whole bunch of stuff here, but well, it's not like it's nothing you don't know, right? <laughs> it's and Emma Frost, dude, right? And I think she was actually brainwashing uh Cyclops from the beginning, yeah. She was being kind of a dick, though, yeah. And she's oh, yeah, the whole bunch of dick moves on everyone's part, yeah. And I'm like, are, are you no, that's not the way it's supposed to stop, yeah. 
you know, oh, oh, wait a minute. It's killing you? All right, we'll stop oh, it. Yeah, all right, everybody. Wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Everybody calm down. Take yeah. your breath. All right. No. So that's, that's in humans versus No, and to me, I was Number just six. like, wow, that sucked. Yeah. Yeah, anything else you got? Uh, we've got the Flash up here. Yes. Uh, Flash. Yeah, from Wally West. Wally West. Uh, great artwork, by the way. Yeah. By the inimitable uh, Wally West dealing with uh, with some some of his demons of the past. Jesus Mar- Marino, uh, yeah, stuff and, um, in his past. Um, father has to deal with his father. Father issues, basically. Yep. And there's a whole bunch of people with father issues in the DC universe. I hate to tell you about that. Um, so cool. Yeah, somewhat triggered by. I mean, he's hanging out with, with Barry and his father, right. who was out of prison, and these are triggering. He's uh, he's having night terrors, Mike. And, uh, when we, we are well start, aware of night terrors. He starts terrors. running into walls and shit. So. Okay, we're well. Uh, I wish people would only run into walls instead of screaming and waking us up. Yeah. Um. And Justice Justice League of America number two. number two. This is Batman's league. This is a league of humans, except for Lobo. Right. Uh. All human league. Human league. Wow. Um. And they're taking on the extremists. Yeah. Who, uh, if anyone remembers, back in the day, the extremists were—they um, were a super villain group um, meant to battle the heroes of Angor. Back in the Bwahaha League, uh, Keith Giffen right. and J.M.D. Matisse—they're—they're um, they're pretty much unstoppable. Right. You know, you've got analogs of Doctor Doom, Dormammu. Um, Dr. Octopus, Sabretooth. I mean, they took all the, the heavy hitters so in there. Dormammu, I've come to bargain. Magneto is in here. So, um, but these guys, they, they want to save the earth by enslaving it. And Batman was going to let them, but then. They changed his mind. No, somebody changed his mind they for him. His mind someone for him. someone uh, went after Lord Havoc and said, hey, you're, you're a softie. Yeah. You're weak. Cut it out. Yeah, and uh, so Lord Havoc jammed the guy with his battle axe. Yeah. So yeah. All right. That, yeah. All right. Well, that'll, that'll happen. happen. That'll happen. Yeah. That, uh, that's, Don't piss that, the guy off. That, that might leave a mark. Uh, yeah. Uh, I wanted to get your opinion on two things, Mike. Yes. Uh, this was announced at Emerald City coming up. IDW apparently has snapped up. Uh, um, IDW snap, snapped up a lot of license right. license properties. They've snapped up the license of a bunch of board games, Mike. And so, and <laughs> okay. board games and video games, Mike. So with that, you know they're they're primarily known for their comic books, comic publisher. They're doing a, a Clue, the comic book. Wow. Which, well, you don't sound excited. Are you a fan of the game? Um, yeah, playing it with my you know ten and eleven sure. year old son. Sure. sure, it's fun. You yeah. don't want to see Clue as a. Now, before Why? you poo-poo this, Mike, which it sounds like you are. They made it into a movie. Yeah, man. Clue is a very successful, not very uh, a successful cult movie. How about we'll put it uh, that? Uh, with how different, about a fairly successful cult movie? Yeah, with uh, no, um, depending on where it ran, had different endings, yes, which it I thought did. was clever. It was very clever. Uh, they're going to do this with a comic book as well. Okay. Have different endings. Yeah. Professor Plum is going to be rendered in comic book form. Yeah, in the, the, the library. In the library with a candlestick. Yeah. Okay, Colonel Mustard, Mike. Come on, that's if the, if he's not a car- comic book character, I don't know what is. Colonel Mustard in the vestibule with a wrench, a wrench. Sure. Yeah, I okay. I don't you're know. all I, right. So you're yeah, not excited I'm still for a little. This. Uh, also, they're uh, they're they're getting into the. They may have board games out now. I don't know, but they're getting into the board game game, okay. Mike, and they're coming with board game versions of our favorite Atari classics, our video game classics: Missile Command, Asteroids, and Centipede. I, why? <laughs> why? And how? Uh, there's a. I mean, there's a big okay tabletop gaming craze right now. Right. So if well done, you know, and, and maybe and the board game game has been elevated lately. There's a lot of cool, a lot of cool board games out there. Right. Uh, as simple as Cards Against Humanity, and as complicated as uh, I don't know, like Catan. I don't know if that's complicated, but <laughs> no, I, I don't see it being. Um, yeah, I, okay. So yeah, we don't really do game. Maybe nights. Space Invaders. We don't really do game nights here, and uh, if you, you see a lot of comic book stores have like, we'll do like Wednesday night tabletop gaming night. Right. We don't do that because Walt no. Walt doesn't want to open the store after six p.m. No. For one, we don't do a lot of social events. No. At the store. No. Oh, although uh, uh, again, I'm going to rewind to Scott Snyder. He was like, "Hey, man." Um, 
I'm always open to doing a sign. I'll do a signing at the store anytime you want me to. Wow. Okay. Uh, I don't you know, know what? I will. Would I'll, you be open to that? I me? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We were I talk, would. We're, would Walt probably not? Okay. Walt. <laughs> Walt. It's okay. it's added expense and added. Um, it's problematic for yeah. us. Okay. So. I, I imagine there would be a free signing as well as uh, he's pretty. Okay. He's a he's a cool dude. He is a very cool dude. Um, okay, uh, Mike, we go to a lot of conventions. We do. And we have a lot of fun at these conventions. Hell yeah. Imagine if we went to a convention and they were like, you know what? Um, we're not gonna we're gonna ban cosplay. Wow. Your opinion. Um and I'll go in depth more, but just uh, I, I don't just think from that's what a, I just said from that, what's your opinion? Um that's sort of like you know, freedom of expression they're they're trying to stifle. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a convention on there. It's called EliteCon, Mike. Okay. And um, they're trying to brand themselves primarily as uh, as they want vendors. And not only any vendors, but they're going to screen the vendors and only pick the best ones. Wow. So I guess what their point is, they want to just do high-end vending so this is like men in black the best of the best of the best of the best i guess so or oh my god I, I don't know i guess they're trying to go with a higher end comic-con i guess but they just want higher end items wow and they're screening it so uh so that the people coming know that they're gonna get the best of the best of no the best. scumbags allowed <laughs> basically yes but they put out a statement and they're like hey uh basically their pitch was like hey wouldn't oh. it be great to go to a con where uh, you get the best of the best that uh, you don't have the hassle of cosplayers clogging up the aisles and, you know, blah, 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 blah. But, uh, you know, people kind of took that as like, whoa, no cosplay. Yeah, that's kind of banning a freedom yeah. of expression. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's ah, wow. That's you might as well just like invite your friends. That's it. Hey. With, uh, so I'm sitting here and I'm thinking this con is like, oh, Muffy, uh, I'm going to. Uh, yes, let's go. Uh, let, let, uh, let's part, go down the foie gras. Pardon aisle. me, but you're an asshole. Pardon me. Yeah, pardon exactly. Me, but you're pardon an my friend. Pardon my friend, but you're an asshole. Yeah. I. Wow. I, that's um. That's kind of douche. Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. That is seriously douche. Yeah, Lee Khan Balance cosplayers calling them a hassle. Mike. Okay. Um, now, where is where is this supposed to be? I think it's in Tampa, Florida. Takes okay. place. Uh, oh, it takes place this weekend on March twelfth. Wow. Hey, if anyone's down in Tampa, yeah. and you're going to it, yeah, we pick up some caviar. Please, and- yes, tell me what it's like. Yeah, and. Um, how sterile it is. It's going to be sterile. Yeah, here's a it's statement. Be- a premium collectibles marketplace, Mike. Are you an advanced collector of certified and raw comics, toys, Legos, pops, and pop culture-related artwork? Have you soured on attending modern media-driven conventions because they often have too few of the quality items you are looking for? Do you enjoy the hassle of long lines, cosplayers, crowded aisles, and endless rows of stuff you have no interest in buying? Well, as collectors ourselves, we don't either. Hold on. Um, sure. Because they're – that's – this is wrong because <laughs> they're asking questions that are yes and no. Right. So are you an advanced collector? Yes. Okay. Have you soured on it? To, yes. Do you enjoy the hassle of long lines, cosplayers, crowded aisles, and no. endless rows and stuff? No. So it's double negative Well, here. we don't either. Yeah. So they or just, we do. Well, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what that's we're saying. That's a really – what talk about a shitty mission statement. Yeah. All right, so all right, there uh, there are no scumbags allowed policy. Uh, I mean, well, with with by the virtue of the name of the con, it's called Elite Con, Mike. Right. That yes, no scumbags allowed. Okay, so no scumbags allowed. No. I want the biggest scumbag that we know to go down there and just crash the party. <laughs> yeah, I thought you might be. I thought you might be on board with this. Because, no. Uh, oh my you are, god. No. You, know, you have. Oh, you know what? It's it's part of the package right. that you get. I I get. I'm not I saying. Hate, okay. I loathe walking through a crowded. Um, Con, yeah, and, and like people clogging like, up. There's the dude. For, there's always a dude with a warhammer, like forty thousand. Yes, of course. Who's taking up three quarters of the who's, aisle? Who's walking like yeah. three inches per minute? Right. And there's also the the family of twelve who you know are all in strollers. You know, you got mom and dad pushing like sure. three separate strollers right. each, yeah. which is just a pain in the ass. And right. they're they're taking up the entire thing. Right. But that's part of I, I mean, that's part of being a human yeah, being. Exactly. I hate that stuff. That, like I'm at a con or at the mall. Yeah, yeah it could happen. That could happen at a shop, right? Yeah. So, do you uh, think um, if wow. we send uh, uh, Dakota ninety seven dinosaurs, uh, send Rob Bruce? Uh, 
you think he could get into Elite Con? No. No, he's they not would, elite They enough? would throw him out. Okay. Do you, do you not think that they would throw him out? Well, I can't he use his cred. Like, you know, I'm an expert on a TV, on a comic book related TV I show. I think they'll be like, excuse me, get the fuck yeah. out. Yeah, they will be. All right, yeah, well, they would be like, they'd be like in Blues Brothers. They smell. Yes. They smell offensive. Right. I'm offended. Okay. Well, Elite Con, good, good luck this weekend. Um, we're going to be at non-elite con. We're not. We're going to be. We're going to be at a con that con. everyone can enjoy. Yeah, that's open to everybody, including cosplayers. Right, Lexington Comic Con and Toy Expo. Yes, me, Mike, Brian Johnson, come out, have some fun with us. Yeah, and a whole bunch of your Viewerskew favorites like Dante. Yeah, come see us and spend your money with us. Julie's Gum Guy. Yeah. Veronica and yeah. Kevin Smith and Jason Muse. Yeah. Ke- oh, did we even mention Kevin was going to be yeah, there? Yeah, we did. We did. Oh, Kevin will be there too. Kevin's going to be but there. Please come see us first. It may, uh, like Stanley's farewell tour, this could be Brian Johnson's last appearance. Uh, one you never his, know. You one really, of his, yeah, it's true. You really never know. No, you don't because yeah. we're supposed should to we, do. Should we advertise it as a, like Brian Johnson's last Kentucky appearance? Oh my god! Can we? Can I come up with a graphic or? A, could could you put? Can you make or, a thing can, that says "Last Kentucky"? Or appearance? I'll just put yes. I'll do that. Or I'll just put last possible con appearance. No, just uh, put last Kentucky. Okay, appearance. I'm going to do that like right now. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, so then on that over anywhere near Lexington, come see us. Come see us, and um, bring bourbon for Ming. Please bring bourbon. <laughs> we need we need bourbon. Yeah, uh, Mike needs no bourbon. Yeah, but Thank come you, if though. you you know if you're if. For the rest, for the the rest of us, the regular working class, for the scumbags for out the scumbags there, scumbags out there, come and hang out with us at Lexington Comic. Come Comic-Con. hang out with two of your favorite scumbags, yeah. Ming and Mike. Ming and Mike. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. We hope to see you. We soon. do. And uh, another thing, okay. if if you can send, <laughs> can someone out there send Rob Bruce a ticket to EliteCon yeah. down in Tampa? Yeah. He, he'll need. Um, a uh, an airline ticket yes. and a ticket to actually get into the con. And if someone can float him like ten bucks to buy something, yeah. Oh, and a nice glass too. of brandy doesn't have to be expensive. No, he doesn't cheap, drink, cheap. but that's all oh, right. Oh, or a cigar then. Uh, yeah, give him a cigar. Give him a cigar. Well, get, he can either drink it, just hold the brandy so he has some cred. No, but you know, you he, don't yeah, know, he Rob. May, yeah, he'll you know, he'll he drink it. Well, make grape juice so it looks. like I give him grape I juice and a snifter. That'd be nice. Okay, I like that. But yeah. Right. Right. Don't even have to be round trip, folks. Make no. it one way. Yeah, one and, way. And he's got to get his way back. Yeah. Hitchhike. Which would, that? how awesome would that be? We That's just, a TV show right there. Right there. We strap a hero cam on him and, <laughs> and just then, let him go. Yeah, and then you would just take the footage and edit it. <laughs> yeah. like, or not. Or not. Like, like him in the, uh, never mind. Yeah. No, I, yeah, no, no, no. I, yeah. And bad enough, it's in my head now. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. All oh. right. Thank you for listening, everybody. We will talk to you next week. And there you go.
This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at smodcast.com. <laughs>